0: Welcome to this week's edition of the A2 Schools Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cluley, the Director of Communications with the Ann Arbor Public Schools. Uh, This week, uh, we're going to be focused in on a lot of the capital programs that uh, the summer construction work that has happened on across the Ann Arbor Public Schools. Uh, I'm joined today, as always, our superintendent, uh, Dr. Janice Swift. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Swift.
1: It's wonderful to be with you, Andrew. Thank you.
0: Thank you. And then also, since we're working uh, on uh, buildings and capital programs, we've got uh, the people that are involved in that. We'll start with Bernard Rice. He's the Assistant Superintendent of Capital Programs and Physical Properties. Thanks for joining us today.
2: Uh, Thank you, Andrew, for the invite. I greatly
0: appreciate it. Well, great. And then we also have Jason Bing. He's the Director of Capital Programs for the AAPS.
3: Thank you, Andrew. Great to be here today. And finally,
0: today Stephanie Corona project executive of the Gilbane building company is here uh, to talk about the work. Thanks for joining us, Stephanie. Thank you, Andrew. So there's been a lot of construction done this summer, and uh, I know that there's uh, a lot more to do, but Dr. Swift, what are your overall thoughts on, on what, what you're seeing in the buildings this fall?
1: Well, thank you, Andrew. It's just a great time in the Ann Arbor Public Schools. You know, we've been working on this uh, endeavor around our infrastructure, our buildings in the Ann Arbor Public Schools. We call it the Capital Program, it is a combination of our 2019 bond and our sinking fund that we've had for many years. And those resources are helping us to really respond to a facilities assessment evaluation that we did a few years ago and really bring our buildings up to uh, excellent quality physical spaces for teaching and learning. Uh, it's been about two years now that we've been deep in this work. We began uh, phase one uh, back in 2020, and this phase one of our work will extend through 2024. Uh, this is really the part of of uh, our plan that has to do with the basic infrastructure. So you'll see things like air conditioning and LED lighting and solar installations and paving and roofing. It's just really those nuts and bolts of bringing our buildings up to a much better standard. So I'm so excited to be joined by this team today. Uh, We will be sharing, uh, they'll be sharing a presentation with the board and community, but just love having everyone as a part of this podcast conversation today where we can just talk very informally about the work that's going on in our schools.
0: And there certainly seemed to be a lot of work going on in our schools this summer. I don't know if you drove around Ann Arbor at all this summer, it seemed like almost any time you saw a school building, you saw some work going on. Um, Jason or Stephanie, can you share a little bit of an overview of how much buildings uh, had work done and, and what type of, of things uh, were, were getting done this summer?
3: Yeah. Uh, thanks, Andrew. Uh, yeah, actually, we have been hard at work, as Dr. Swift said, on the phase one improvements. We were actually in th- in 20 different campuses, uh, completing 35 different projects, um, including uh, six new construction starts for significant air conditioning and lighting projects, the continuation and, and completion of five other air conditioning and lighting projects. Uh, we had several paving projects, roofing projects, three solar projects, and we've been continuing to address uh, other capital and critical infrastructure needs um, as identified in our facility conditions assessments.
0: Okay. Now, I I think uh, you've mentioned uh, some of the big projects, uh, the big areas of projects. Um, One area that you didn't mention that I know that there was a lot of work in and was in our middle school buildings. Uh, Can you talk about sort of what, what we were doing inside the middle schools?
2: In addition to the air conditioning and lighting, we actually did uh, some improvements with um, classrooms, creating student service centers. We had the opportunity to regain classrooms back that over the years had been converted to, um, to other spaces. Uh, we actually added classrooms, improved entrances, created a security vestibule. Um, so we did just more than air conditioning and lighting projects this summer. In addition, we also uh, did data improvements um, and we also added fire suppression to several of our buildings, in addition to uh, improving some of our campuses.
3: Yeah, one of the unique aspects of our projects at Forsyth and Clegg this summer, two construction starts, um, we're really investing in in moving towards an all-electric facility in those locations. So We have pretty significant geothermal um, exterior vertical boreholes being uh, constructed out in the fields just adjacent to those facilities to support uh, a new high-performance heating, ventilation, and cooling uh, system at those facilities.
0: I'm assuming that's part of uh, the environmentally friendly um, commitment that Ann Arbor Public Schools made when the 2019 bond was passed.
3: That's correct. Uh, We made commitments to uh, environmental sustainability, including solar, geothermal, and on the on the whole, um, healthier, higher performance buildings throughout the AAPS.
0: When we talk about the projects that were uh, underway this summer, mostly uh, completed, um, what 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 was the way that the specific work that was getting done in twenty twenty two summer twenty twenty two done? How were those projects selected?
2: Well, the focus was. Uh, for phase one, which was to focus on air conditioning and lighting. Um, the buildings that were chosen first were the ones that had the greatest temperature in them. Uh, ones that, um, that needed to be addressed first were anything that was multi-story, where you have second and third floors, where the, the heat gets pretty extensive in the, in the summertime or in the fall or, or uh, late spring months. So we focused on those buildings first.
3: Yeah, and and there was able, we were able to prioritize based on that facility conditions assessment. We created sort of a ranking scale, which allowed us to address those facilities that had the greatest need first.
1: I would add that. Um, this plan for uh, summer 2022 really is in keeping with the phase one plan uh, that was laid out uh, for the board and the community and received public engagement back during 2020. So, we really are in this uh, process now of keeping the promises and the commitments uh, that we made back during the campaign. And then uh, as a part of the phase one that really designated the projects in the timeline.
0: Yes. And I'm sure that the, the challenges of also making sure that we had facilities available for the various summer programs, and Ed and all that had to be taken into account a bit as well.
1: Absolutely. It was um, just an amazing effort. And I just want to step in and thank this team who's with us today uh, for all of the work that they did to make it happen. 35 projects over 79 days of summer is an extraordinary effort. I have heard throughout our buildings and in our community, uh, the thanks and the gratitude from our students and staff and parents and families. And we are so grateful also to to the staffs who had to move in and out on pretty short uh, turnarounds in order to make this work. Uh, we're just so excited about the work and appreciate everyone's contributions and participation to make it
2: happen.
0: Yeah, I, I was hoping that maybe, uh, Mr. Bang, you can talk a little bit about those challenges of actually getting the work done in, as Dr. Swift mentioned, just 79 days from uh, mid to late June to basically mid-August. Uh, I know that some of the buildings. It didn't seem like, uh, on the outside that it was like, oh my gosh, this building's not going to be ready. And yet there (laughs) they were, they were all ready on opening day.
3: Yeah. As, uh, Dr. Swift and Stephanie mentioned, it's a huge team effort. And, um, not only was our, were our construction managers, uh, critical, um, in coordinating all of that work but you know we we do owe a a large debt of gratitude to our building administrators staff and students for supporting all of this this work Um, you know at the beginning of of the construction season or, or the end of the academic year we asked uh building administrators teachers uh and um building staff to really help support a massive logistics effort in trying to move furniture and uh, books and equipment um, to different locations, either in the building or out of the building in short order. We got uh, tremendous support uh, with staff being flexible, creative, adaptive, uh, and just overall uh, extremely patient. um, As we prepared for Uh, taking over the facility, and then, you know, towards the end of the summer, um, end of the construction season, and the beginning of the school year, we ask everybody to come back and help us put the buildings back together, and um, in very short order, again, uh, folks were flexible, creative, um, and again, patient as we uh, cleaned and got everything ready, um, really up to the 11th hour. Uh, That 79 days is a a real tight window Um, it requires um, a whole bunch of scheduling sequencing coordination but it really requires teamwork and we received that from all of our uh, schools that we were working with so we really appreciate all that help
0: as you talk about planning that just makes me think you know we've got a lot of great work done this summer i know there's a lot more kids that are in classrooms that have air conditioning thanks to the work that was done this summer but what are we thinking about in terms of what's coming next for the capital projects in the Ann Arbor public schools?
2: Well, I mean, we're still continuing the phase one portion, which, and and that's our next round of, of schools um, that don't have air conditioning. So we'll be focusing on, a, on, on another round, not just uh, uh, next summer, but the summer afterwards in 2024.
3: We're going to be working on, creating a plan to to move into phase two of the bond program um, which will involve uh, lining up architects and engineers for planning and design for projects uh, moving forward Um, we're going to be going through a whole bunch more procurement cycles uh, lining up all the uh, upcoming work uh, for you know upcoming summers and uh later on construction seasons so we've got uh, a lot of work ahead of us uh, but we're excited uh, to to finish up this phase one work and move into our next phase of our bond initiatives
0: as we're wrapping up this conversation about the summer construction work the ann arbor public schools capital projects dr swift did you have any final thoughts
1: Thank you, Andrew. We uh, are so excited really to see phase one of the bond work Uh, just really gained momentum over this summer, you know, throughout the uh, bond campaign and throughout uh, previous years in the Ann Arbor community. Just that simple request for air conditioning and for updating to the infrastructure of our district, That those were really the top requests from our community. I'm just so grateful to every member of our community for their support, uh, the support of our voters, our parents and families, our students and staff. Uh, this is a community endeavor. And we know uh, that quality communities are known by quality schools. And our average age currently in our buildings around 65 years of age, we have known uh, that this effort would be important. So it's really great to see that coming out of the gate And we'll look forward to uh, December and completing the annual report uh, for the capital programming in Ann Arbor Public Schools. And then also that December timeline to really look at phase two, uh, which will be the work beginning in 2025, moving forward from uh, that time for the next chapter in this overall capital improvement program in the Ann Arbor Public Schools. So thank you team for joining us uh, to tell this great story and thanks to everyone.
0: Well I know looking at the buildings uh, this fall is a lot of good news um, but that's not the only good news in the Ann Arbor Public Schools. I also want to celebrate and recognize 39 Ann Arbor Public Schools students who were recently named semifinalists in the 2023 National Merit Scholarship Program. Quite the honor for Ann Arbor Public Schools and these students. Overall, AAPS students account for over 8% of the 466 students in Michigan selected as National Merit semifinalists. Quite the recognition, isn't it, Dr. Swift?
1: Oh, it's wonderful. And congratulations from uh, the Ann Arbor Public Schools, from all your teachers and and your families and our community. What a tremendous achievement. And we're so proud of our students who have achieved this designation of National Merit Scholar.
0: And of course, this recognition isn't necessarily the last step in the process. Uh, the semifinalists will have the opportunity to continue in the competition, with about 7,200 national merit scholarships awarded annually. Uh, with uh, the value that's expected this year uh, or next spring will be 28 million dollars. So good luck to all of the APS students as they move forward in the competition.
1: Absolutely.
0: So it's come to the time for the big question on the A2 Schools podcast. Uh, This week, we're going to talk about Student Count Day. I know that there's been some controversy around it. Dr. Swift, can you share a little bit more about what families can expect about Count Day in the Ann Arbor Public Schools?
1: Yes, thank you. Well, most unfortunately, Count Day, uh, designated by the state of Michigan for next Wednesday, October 5th, is scheduled this year uh, in conflict with Yom Kippur, the most holy day of observance in the Jewish calendar. Uh, This day uh, is designated as a three-star holiday on our Ann Arbor Public Schools religious calendar. And we just really want to take a moment to reassure our students, our staff, our parents, and families uh, that we absolutely uh, recognize this conflict, we have taken steps with the state and have been unable to move the day um, because of some specifics in the law. Uh, but yet, we want to reassure everyone that uh, our students and staff, uh, our parents and families, will be fully supported and honored in their observance of this holy day and really to reassure everyone that the fall count is an administrative function of the district. And it really occurs over many days during the month of October. So there is no specific day where all of the credit for count, it does not revolve around any specific day. So we just really want to reassure everyone. We want to support um, our Jewish students and staff, families and community, in their observance, and we wish uh, wish a wonderful and meaningful Yom Kippur, and just really reassuring everyone that um, it does not. Uh, it does not come down to the single day, so I hope that that's helpful, Andrew. We did issue a much more thorough statement on this topic that I know you can link into the show notes uh, so that folks can read more about that if they would like to.
0: And, and it also serves as a reminder that it's not just if you're celebrating Yom Kippur, but if if you happen to not be healthy that day, yeah. you don't have to come in on uh, you know while you're sick to get. Credit. It's uh, you know if you if you're in the school on other days consistently you get counted no matter what.
1: That's right. We really want to continue the practice that we've used this past two years of having folks remain home. If they have symptoms or feel ill or, uh, of course, at times of religious observance. So uh, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to clarify that so that we're reassuring folks around the coming days of October.
0: I want to thank specifically uh, Jason Bing for joining us today. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Andrew. And I also want to give a thank you to Stephanie Corona, the project executive for the Gilbane Building Company, for talking today. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. And can't forget Bernard Rice, Assistant Superintendent for Capital Programs and Physical Properties.
2: Thank you, Andrew.
0: And Dr. Swift, thank you for joining uh, again on the A2 Schools podcast.
1: It's wonderful. Thank you all. And we'll look forward to seeing everyone next week.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the A2 Schools podcast. As always, if you have any questions, please go to A2Schools.org, our website. Or if you have a specific question that you'd like to hear answered on a future episode of the A2 Schools podcast, you can send that question to communications at a2schools.org. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of the A2 Schools podcast.